community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. Friday. Thanks for being up and Adam. My name is Adam Montiel. Um, yesterday on the news, found out Derek Johnson, city manager of San Luis Obispo, stepping down. This just broke yesterday, but we are going to have him on the show today to talk all about it. Also, if you've never got a chance to meet Derek or get to know him, I think it'll be a cool opportunity because he's a cool guy. So many phone issues yesterday. Did your phone get a little wonky? I saw everything on my, on my phone yesterday was whacked out because of whatever. And yeah, a lot of people going down the conspiratorial route. We'll talk about this in the lo-fi headlines, what really went down yesterday. Who knows? But my phone was all kinds of messed up. Even the interview I have with Derek is affected, and it sounded, I don't know what's going on, but we'll get to that. Some lo-fi headlines. Also, we'll talk to Robin Coleman from the Woods Humane Society, a really cute pet of the week. Lots to get into before we get into our lo-fi headlines. Let's thank our friends at the General Store, Paso, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, and all the best for your pantry and your home. The team at the General Store can help you pull together just about any kind of gift basket, special thank you, welcome bag, just a thoughtful gesture to show you care. Helping people connect with dozens of local makers is what they're all about. Celebrating 10 years on the park downtown Paso, open daily 11 to 6, 10 to 6 on the weekends. Show some love to the General Store at General Store Paso on Instagram. Up in Adam's Slow-Fi Headlines. Okay, what the F and all the phone drama yesterday. Here's the scoop, what we know. AT&T, yeah, had a bit of a hiccup on Thursday. As it turns out, it wasn't a cyber attack after all. They said it was a software update, a glitch. Okay. I mean, it was just like all these stories about like down this, blah, blah, blah. It was, it was a really big deal and just a glitch, just a software update. You tell them you can't update your software without having like a chunk of the country lose service. According to sources in the know, this software update just didn't play nice, I guess. That's what we're, we're being told, causing some major headaches for AT&T customers all across the country, prompting AT&T to suggest using Wi-Fi for calls while they sorted things out. Late Thursday afternoon, AT&T declared that the network was back up, running smoothly, and any more crisis was averted. FBI, Department of Homeland Security, and a bunch of other agencies trying to figure out if this was a cyber attack or just a glitch in the matrix. Turns out, according to the U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, no evidence of foul play. The FCC, DHS, FBI, they are still digging deep to get to the bottom of whatever did happen. Meanwhile, police departments, municipalities were spreading the word about the nationwide outage, urging folks to use alternative means to reach emergency services. That's right, 911 wasn't even working in a lot of places. There were some initial reports that Verizon and T-Mobile were also affected and Down Detector was showing some issues with customers, but... Uh, they say that it was just those networks dealing with other affected networks. But, I mean, the whole down detector is really kind of cool because it really shows people in real time having real problems. So at some point, Verizon and T-Mobile customers, if the down detector is, you know, pinging, it's because something's up. 
What a weird day with the cell phones yesterday, huh? All right, so this next story, the pharmacies across the country being thrown into chaos, United Health's Change Healthcare Division got slammed by a cyber attack yesterday, causing major headaches nationwide. Here's the kicker. They suspect foreign hackers might be behind it, like a nation state is behind it. That's a plot twist. They're scrambling to fix the mess, isolating the attack, and getting some of the big guns involved. So who's responsible for the chaos? Well, United Health's not pointing fingers just yet, but you can bet uh, they and the government are on the hunt. Pharmacies like the Naval Hospital in Camp Pendleton, Evans Army Community Hospital in Colorado, feeling the squeeze big time. They're struggling to process prescriptions, even GoodRx and little guys like Moffitt Drug are caught in the crossfire. So despite being a huge headache for everyone involved, they think the mess now at this point is mainly contained. And finally, San Luis Obispo City Manager Derek Johnson announced yesterday plans to resign his post after accepting the chief executive officer position in Marin County. Johnson's worked for SLO for 12 years, the last six and a half as SLO's city manager. The city council plans to meet in a closed session to discuss interim appointments and recruitment plans, though a date for the meeting has not been set. And I will just tell the city right here publicly, do not, I'm just not interested. D don't go, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it, city of SLO. I know, restaurant week went really well. I'm not going to be your city manager. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I have too many things to do. In a couple minutes, we'll ask all the questions of Derek Johnson as he will be up and at him. Before that, let's thank our friends at Barometer Coffee. Not your average Joe. Uh-uh. They're roasting with a purpose. Premium small batch coffee roasted right here in slow. Five unique roasts. When you are feeling the pressure and you care about your coffee, Barometer Coffee. Find them on Instagram at Barometer Coffee Co. Find them online, barometercoffee.com. Up in Adams, lo-fi headlines. All right, so we just did the story on Derek Johnson. He is resigning his post as city manager of the city of San Luis Obispo. He is up in Adam right now. Appreciate you, man, with this news just breaking, being here. Thanks for being up in Adam, Derek. Hey, thanks for having me, Adam. It's really good to see you. I appreciate it. Well, you know, like you said before, we were off the air. This would be a lot more fun over a glass of wine, right? That would be much more fun, and we're we're overdue. We've talked about this for too long. We've had we've been, you know, we've had the chance to have glasses of wine along the way, which both of us really enjoy. And I've always appreciated that you have a love of Central Coast wines and are always attracted. You know, appreciate you for that your love of food and wine. Heck yeah, man! Well, I am uh, really uh, I'm sad for slow. I'm also happy for you and your family. This is a big move. I saw the paper today, and it said Derek Johnson was leaving slow. And I knew I was I was talking to somebody when I saw like the whole heck just your headshot i'm like oh no please tell me everything's okay like what's going on you know and then it's like he's moving oh man but this is big news for you derek yeah it is a really big news it's big news for my family you know my family has been my always my priority and um you know we talked a lot of, about it a lot i grew up in Marin county and kids grew up here i mean my kids are embedded in you know, all the way from, you know, elementary school all the way through high school and one graduated from high school and the other one's a sophomore. So it's a big decision for us. Okay. Let me ask you a question. I don't mean to put so much on you because I'm sure there's a lot of conversations going on in the home, but 
this is a homecoming for you. You grew up in Marin County. We're going to talk about what you're going to be doing there in a second, but it's a big deal. It's a big job. So this is a very, you know, heartwarming situation for you, very much a homecoming. But like you noted, I mean, your kids went to Bishop's Peak, you know, Laguna. You had one graduate slow high. So this is very much the opposite for them. How are these conversations going? Because families do this all the time, and this is a great move for you and your family. But nonetheless, it's probably some probably some tough decisions. Yeah, some really tough decisions. My my daughter, you know, she she's known kids, you know, since preschool and beyond, and you know, but she's up for it. You know, she said, "Dad, hey, if this is something you want, I'm happy to do it." Um, you know, she's a big swimmer and water polo player, and so um, she's excited. You know, because I have roots up in Marin County. Uh, you know, I reached out to a couple friends who have kids my same age. You know, now these kids can get connected in a matter of minutes via Snapchat and Instagram and before I knew it, they'd already become fast friends and we're talking about how, you know, they were going to introduce her to everyone at high school. So, oh, cool. um, you know, that was, that was really reassuring. And then my wife works at Cal Poly and, you know, fortunately they've been very flexible with her. Uh, you know, she, she has a lot of talent and she's going to be able to work remotely. And for me, it's a little bit of, of a homecoming because, you know, I've grew up in Marin County, you know, I've got deep roots there. My grandparents, uh, raised my mom there. They were both, um, military officers that landed in Marin County after the Pacific Theater. And so I grew up there and, you know, it was a great upbringing. And, you know, it's just a different way for me to serve, you know, California. Um, my, my family's always been in public service and for me to get back to a place that I love. Now, you are becoming the CEO of Marin County. I don't think they even had one before this. Am I right? That's correct. Yeah, they previously they had a county administrative officer. And so this last year, they went through a process to convert the position to a chief executive and that they would have one staff person who would essentially coordinate a lot of the county operations and work on behalf of the board to make sure that, you know, an organization of over 3000 employees, you know, and nearly a billion dollars in budget, you know, would be coordinated and be there would be accountability in one person within the organization. So a lot of people don't even wrap their head around with a city manager does. And I've had the chance to get to know folks like Jim Lewis. I've had the blessing to get a chance to, you know, build a really fun rapport with you. And, you know, it's like the chief of police, the chief of the fire, like all these places come up to the city manager. I mean, the role is not to be, you know, overstated. Now we're talking about something even bigger. Where in your, in your career did you say, yeah, I'm ready for this? You know, uh, that's a great question. Um, you know, part of what, you know, I've committed to, you know, being this role is, you know, you have to be someone who's committed to lifelong learning. And, you know, I've, I've had uh, groups of people who have been my advisors over the years. And, you know, this summer I had a fortune of participating in a program for about uh, a week in, uh, in Stanford. And I was paired up with a coach and the coach really started asking questions about where I was, what I wanted to do and how I could serve, you know, the public. And, and through those conversations, I, you know, he helped me realize that, you know, I'd done a lot of great things. I, we built a really fantastic team. You've mentioned, you know, our police chief, we've got a great fire chief. We've got a, a fantastic all-star de department head team. And, you know, the, the city, you know, with the, with the mayor, you know, I love the mayor and the city council. They're doing great work. They, they're, 
they're in service for the right reasons. And all that added up to me is saying, hey, it's time for me to think about, you know, something different. And so, you know, going to accounting, it's a, it's a big job. And, you know, it's a lot different than a city. So tell me the, how the structure works. Is it the same kind of thing where, like, you serve, like, for, like for the, the supervisors? Or how does a CEO of a county, how does that even work? Yeah, so I I work directly for the board of supervisors, and there's there's a lot of different services than you see in a in a uh, city. You know, you've got child support services, you've got uh, elections, you've got libraries, you've got the probation department, public defender, tax collector, agricultural programs. Just like you know, San Luis Obispo Marin also has a huge agricultural community. You know, you, you people think of Marin as really what what they see along the 101 corridor. But you head west from the 101 corridor, and there's, you know, cheese and uh, dairy farms, and you know, cattle operations, and you know, uh, vineyards. So it's 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 uh, you know, it's a, a lot to it. Do you know where you're going to live there yet? You know, I don't really know just yet. I mean, housing, if you think housing is crazy in, in San Luis Obispo, housing in Marin County is, is really tight. So, you know, I'm fortunate to have a lot of family friends and just friends in general. And so they're going to help us with the transition. Um, I think, you know, until my family moves up there, I'm going to do some couch surfing. Um, Stop you know, a it. Lot of my, Stop it, yeah, well, Derek. You are not going to be couch surfing. Are you really? <laughs> you are not. You're going well, to get a fat-ass Airbnb or something right come on well you know i've got good friends they're like we're not gonna let you stay in an airbnb you know all of my friends are all empty empty nesters and they're like hey come crash in a room for us you might it might be you know my daughter's former barbie room but you're staying with us we can't we we can't fathom the, the idea of you staying in an Airbnb all by yourself. What are you talking about? Do be like, you know, thanks, bro, but no thanks. I would much rather be in Airbnb than have like my six two ass with my ankles over your daughter's like twin size bed. <laughs> 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 I just pictured that couch surfing Derek Johnson. No way. But that's so cool. So you have friends out there that are like, hey, open home, open arms. We just want to get you back here. We'll help you find out. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? We're going to start getting hit up with from the real estate agents. I got a house for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm really excited. You know, it's I mean, Marine, Marine has a really, um, you know, place in my heart. Um just as, you know, San Luis Obispo does. Um, you know, I love, you know, you, you know, Adam, I'm a big cyclist, big surfer. I mean, I grew up surfing the coast of Marin County and surfing the Ocean Beach in San Francisco. So to get back and to that beautiful coast, you know, it's real raw and rugged, just like San Luis Obispo. Um, it's got some amazing terrain for cycling. Um, you got quick access to kind of the Napa and Sonoma region for some good wines. And, and you know, there's some great culinary experience is both in Marin and in the overall Bay Area. So I'm really looking forward to that. When it comes down to like, you know, you still have a little over a month. I think you told me off the air somewhere in the April, late April area where you'll be doing this. Um, do you and your family start talking about or even thinking about, oh, we've got to hit up like, you know, Ember again or Giuseppe's or, you know, because there's going to be, and it's not like you're going so far away where you can't come back and visit. And I'm, I'm sure that you will. But do you start thinking in those terms now or do you start looking around your house going, oh my gosh, here we go? Because moving is like one of the most stressful things in the world. Even if it's all taken care of, it's still a big ball of stress. 
it is a big ball of stress. And, you know, we've been in this house for uh, 13 years. And so, you know, it's just like any household, you end up building up a lot of stuff. And so, you know, a garage sale is going to be one of the first things that we're going to have to. Um, and But we do have a lot of restaurants we want to go to. We're going to go to, to the many that you mentioned, Ember and Giuseppe's and Cafe Roma oh, and yes. Buena Tavola. Right. Um, you know, we're going to head up to Paso Robles and, you know, hit up that whole restaurant scene as well. And, you know, and there's just the places that I'm, you know, going to miss, you know, I'm going to miss, you know, going down and getting a panini, you know, down at Seeds. I think some of the best coffee I've ever had in my life at Scout. So I don't know if you know this, but I knew those guys before, you know, they came down when they came down from Santa Cruz. I met, you know, them up in Santa Cruz before they came and opened their shop at Slow. So oh, wow. it's going to be tough, you know, making that transition. Yeah. You know, one thing I think is pretty cool is talking to other city managers that I've gotten a chance to meet. Uh, like I mentioned, Jim Lewis before of formerly Pismo and now Atascadero. But these people speak really highly of you. And, you know, even folks who are pretty candid with me about what they think about some of the different folks in the county, they speak really highly. Just the way you do your job, I think it's got to be pretty cool. Yeah, and that means a lot. And, you know, I, I think what you said earlier is, you know, Adam, I'm, you know, we're all people, right? And, you know, I, I, I do this for the best reasons. I know a lot of people have preconceptions about, you know, people who work in government. And, you know, I, I try to every day try to move people to the point to understand that we're doing this for the best reason. We're dealing with really difficult issues. Homelessness is one of the most difficult issues of our time. I mean, trying to get people change their behaviors and particularly if you have mental or health addictions. And so I always, you know, hope that people you know, I said in my parting notes that what really inspires me to be in public service is the Athenian Oath, which my job in, you know, coming here was to make sure that I left San Luis Obispo better than I found it. And then the second piece is that during my time, I inspire people to quicken their sense of civic duty. And so if I've hopefully done those two things, you know, I certainly have made lots of mistakes. But nevertheless, it's always great to be admired by peers who really understand that I was trying to do things for the right reasons. I know you're a humble dude, so I don't want you to, like, get too weighed down by this question. But, like, not even just, like, the city manager side of you, but, like, the guy who lays next to his wife in the bed and they're just talking before they go to sleep, like the real dude, right? What are some things that you are just really proud of and really look fondly back on your term, uh, time, and effort that you spent being the city manager of San Luis Obispo? Yeah. Well, you know, it really culminated, you know, I don't know if you had a chance to get down to the Lunar New Year event. That was just so awesome, you know, that the the drone show. And that was really kind of a, you know, it was. I, someone asked me, wow, wasn't that great? I said, you know, that felt, felt like my swan song. You know, there was a drone show. It was a partnership with Carson Butler, who I just love those people. Me too. They are just, just so amazing, so talented, so creative, and love San Luis Obispo as much much as you know everyone else and that partnership and scene i mean that was a locals event people showed up like you know it, it it was just it was really nice i was really proud of that i'm proud of the fact that you know we were able to you know i know this is can be controversial to some folks is we took two surface parking lots downtown and turned them to two fantastic hotels i mean this you know i worked on those deals with those developers and turn those parking lots into, you know, places where you want to go and hang out and have a great meal 
meal and be on a rooftop deck. And, you know, I mean, those things are economic engines. I can't imagine our downtown without those. You know, I'm proud of, you know, a lot of the work that we've done with Cal Poly. You know, we've really turned the relationship around with Cal Poly. I mean, when I became city manager, you know, there was some pretty difficult discussions with, with Cal Poly. And, you know, we have really gotten to a point where we really understand that, you know, we're we're married. I mean, what what's you know what happens on campus and what happens in the city. You know, sure we're going to have our differences, but we now have a relationship where we can really work through these way these issues in a creative way. Did you when you saw that drone show and it says like I love slow? You probably already knew about this was kind of brewing and hadn't been announced yet, but you might have known. Are you the kind of guy that might that might tear up a little bit or what? <laughs> Oh, I, you know, Adam, I probably cried 50 times in the last <laughs> couple of weeks making this heart-wrenching decision. And when that showed up, I was holding my wife's hand and was sitting there with my family. And I was, wow, that really just touched me. And just to hear the crowd, like the ooh and the awe and the crowd and just people clapping. I just, I kind of, sw- I, you know, I welled up inside and I swelled up with pride because people were just, they were proud of their city. That is so cool. Well put. Well, I appreciate your time, especially in the light of this news just breaking. So, I mean, this came out just yesterday. You're on the show today. So thank you very much for all your time. We are definitely going to get that glass of wine very soon. And I appreciate you, Derek, being up and at him. Yeah, absolutely. And that that glass of wine's on me, Adam. Thanks for everything you do. And I'll miss you. Thanks, Derek. Our thanks to Derek Johnson. I recorded that late last night, and of course, I was listening to that going, why? There's there's issues with the audio, and it drove me crazy. It was what it was. I'm going to chalk it up to whatever was going down with the phones yesterday. I don't know. I mean, I can't understand why we were online. It didn't sound good. We got on the phone. It sounded great, and then that happened. So I, I don't know what to tell you, but I apologize for the clippy kind of odd sounds in that audio as a person who you know does this for a living that makes me cringe so i'm so sorry if uh, any inconvenience you experienced in, in listening to that it was a great conversation and thank you for your indulgence and to be honest you, i don't know i'm guessing it's going to be a little bit in this next one with robin coleman robin coleman from the woods humane society pet of the week Let's do it, Robin. Always enjoy chatting with you. She is my favorite part about finding forever homes for dogs, heck, even cats. We love it. We love Woods. We love Robin. Robin, thank you so much for being up in Adam. Hey, good morning, Adam. It is great to chat with you. How's your week been? It's been good, and I want to give you an update. Our 16-year-old senior cat from last week got adopted by Saturday, if you can believe it. So we're on a good roll right now. I love to hear that. That is great news. Fantastic. Do you know the kind of home or the kind of person that got the cat or what? I I wasn't here because it was Saturday, so I didn't get to hear the story. But they text me always and say she got adopted. Oh, that's and the best. And we just news. love this community because they even come and adopt our 16 year old cat. So yeah. we love it. I love that too. What a great way to get into our pet of the week—a really cute Chihuahua. Uh, this one, a really oh expressive, God. 
adorable face and color. Uh, let's talk about yeah. uh, Basil. A new face at Woods. So because we're doing so good at adoptions, you heard me say it a million times. Everyone that goes out the front door, we're able to bring a new one in. This is Basil, one of the 21 dogs that came last week from a transport. So he's a lucky one to find his way to Woods. We're glad he did. And we know he'll get adopted quickly, but we wanted to share his cute little self. He is just the cutest little, just about 10 pound chihuahua mix. He's got these cute big pointy ears and he's got these little face wrinkles where it makes him look like he's a little bit worried. But he loves <laughs> treats. He loves to get up on your lap. He's got a little expressive face, that little chihuahua mix. And we just love him already. Even though he's a new face, we think that you will love him as well. Let's get him out of the shelter and into a home. You can check him out. We always post our pets of the week on Instagram and Facebook on Friday mornings. So give him a share we want somebody to just see that cute little face and come in and fall in love and lots of new faces come out at woods over the next couple weeks so check back often come in fall in love with your new best friend here at woods you know these dogs are really really loyal they're really affectionate they love to be you know cuddled with and uh mm. they also have a lot of you know personality and energy and you saw you know, back in the day when you know taco bell made chihuahuas like the biggest name in town uh we had a lot of chihuahuas and they are just uh they've just made themselves home with us they're really really cool dogs yeah and you know mixes are great because it settles down some of those tendencies so we love the mixes and we don't see many chihuahuas here you so we get them we just love them we carry them around they they are kind of like velcro dogs they want to be with you <laughs> at all times that's why i love them so check out this little velcro dog um up on social media right now you know it's cool there's a little chihuahua we did the dna on georgie he's got a little chihuahua in him like actually it's like a, it's a second or third thing he's like poodle chihuahua and terrier but uh, you can see the little pieces of your stereotypical, you know, Chihuahua textbook 101 dog. You can see them in Georgie. It's really cute. Yeah, like when he barks at those bigger dogs. That's yeah. the textbook Chihuahua <laughs> move. <laughs> yeah, total Chihuahua move. I love that. Uh, what else is going on at the uh, at Woods? Well, listen, I can't let February end without reminding everybody spay and neuter awareness month. It should be that every month, unfortunately, because we have millions of highly adoptable sweet animals that unfortunately are waiting in shelters way too many animals being born without homes we love kittens and puppies but when kittens and puppies don't have homes it's just not right so please consider spaying and neutering your pets we just are already overcrowded in shelters and so please do the right responsible thing a couple reasons why you should spay and neuter your animals. It can reduce that spraying, marking, lifting of the legs. It can reduce roaming, escaping, reduce some aggression between other animals, lower some risks of cancers, of course helps us decrease overpopulation and can increase the lifespan of your pet from three to five years that's, for everyone that's altered. That's huge. And if you can believe, can you believe, Adam, that a kitten and a puppy could get pregnant between like four and six months of age. Oh that is gosh. why we need to spay and neuter. Yeah, people don't realize that. And they're like, oh, I'll get them altered in a couple of years. You guys, they can get pregnant at four, five, six months, and then their babies having babies. One unaltered cat 
male and female over a seven-year period can add 400,000 cats into our world. And that is just far too many. Yeah, it's really crazy to think about. But if you think of one female having a couple litters a year and each of those kittens, let's say she has six kittens in a litter and then they all have a litter, it just keeps multiplying. So help us out. Do the responsible thing. We have low-cost spay and neuter options. All the vets around our county have spay and neuter options. So please consider spay and neuter your pets. All of our animals come already spayed and neutered. We are also offering a free vaccine clinic. We only do this a few times a year. So check it out on the March 9th and 23rd. We have some free spots available. You do have to go online, grab yourself like a 10-minute appointment, and you get a free vaccine at our North County Clinic. More information on our website, woodshumanesociety.org. Robin Coleman, Woods Humane Society. Well done, as always. I look forward to every Friday chatting with you, Robin. Hope you have a great weekend, and thank you so, so much for being up in Adam. Oh, it's my pleasure. You're up in Adam with Adam Montiel. Adam Montiel. Community content from Concentrate. Available wherever you get your podcasts. For links and more, visit adammontiel.com. Thanks to Robin Coleman from the Woods Humane Society. Check them out, woodshumanesociety.org. All right. Much thanks to our friends at We Help You Legal for being up in Adam. Get ready for a legal solution that's been a cornerstone for 24 years in our community. Two convenient locations for We Help You Legal, Slow, Paso, and then your go-to team for emergency same-day or next-day documents. You could save big on things like trusts, wills, power of attorneys, deeds, even divorce. How do you save money? Well, they're not lawyers. You're not getting legal advice. They're just helping you execute the paperwork and in the meantime, saving you tons of money. They can also help with LLCs, corporations, and more. Visit WeHelpYouLegal.com for a full range of services and 24 years of expertise in simplifying life's legal matters. Well, World of Pinot Noir is next weekend. I can't wait. Starts a week from today. People are going to be gathered at the Ritz-Carlton and Bacara doing their thing at World of Pinot Noir. If you want to be there with us, I want to hook you up with tickets. Go to adamonteal.com, click on the yellow bar right on the homepage, and you will see your chance to win tickets to World of Pinot Noir. Let me know what's up. I would love to see you down there. Again, go to adamonteal.com. And for the latest, go to worldofpinotnoir.com. Latest on all the panels, the lunches, the tastings, the dinners. So much going on. I hope you got a chance to listen to, and if you haven't, maybe this weekend will be fun, is our new uh, wine content, The Pour. We talk all about World of Pinot Noir with uh, Stacey Jacob, Elu Gars, Kobe Parker Garcia, Tally Vineyards winemaker and vineyard manager Eric Johnson. It was a fun, 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 fun combo. We did it right from Elu Gars' new tasting room in Duncan Alley here in San Luis Obispo on the south end of town. It's what a cool spot. You got the ancient owl over there. Got the cider place. There's a lot going on. Some art. You got that bunker right around the corner. Pretty cool spot. Really cool, that Duncan Alley. So, uh, great stuff. Check it out. El Lugar. Get your tasting on there. And then listen to that episode of The Port. Talking all about World of Pinot Noir. And again, get on adamontiel.com and hopefully win your way in. All right, looking forward to next week. Lots going on. We're going to talk to Michael Lafreniere. He is, he's been running the Mission Bell for almost 20 years. His office is one of the coolest places around because it is the bell tower of the mission of San Luis Obispo. So we're gonna learn all about the history of the bells, gonna learn how to ring them, gonna do some learn by doing, heck yeah. Got a few more days of sunshine, some nice temps, almost 70 degrees until our next chance of rain on Monday. 
Thanks to our friends at Full Cup Solutions for technical consideration and Moonshiner Collective for original music on the show called Start Again. Moonshiner Collective performing live at Rodden Hammer Rock, formerly known as Slow Brew Rock, March 22nd. Tickets go to moonshinercollective.com. Again, some good winning at adamontiel.com right on the homepage. Still your chance to win from Barometer Coffee as well as tickets to the world of Pinot Noir at the Ritz-Carlton Bacar Resort next weekend. Till Monday, I just hope you have a great weekend. My name is Adam Montiel. Thank you so much for being up and Adam. Start again. Let's start again.